good morning. Thank you for joining Mary Alice and me on Noah's Window. Mary Alice, in our study, we've been reading through Hebrews, which is just a phenomenal book. Mm -hmm. And the theme of the book of Hebrews is Jesus is greater. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when you read through the chapters, you'll see that there's a chapter devoted to Jesus being greater than the Old Testament. He's greater than the prophets. He's greater than Moses, greater than the angels. But um, when you get into Hebrews chapter 4, the Bible was talking to us about what a wonderful high priest we have. The high priesthood back in the Old Testament was limited for so many reasons. For one thing, the high priest would die. Another one would take his place. And then the sacrifices that they brought had to be offered every year. And none of those sacrifices took away sin. They just rolled it forward. It's like it put it on a credit card. But the writer of Hebrews is telling us that Jesus is a very different kind of high priest because he takes away sin, mm. as we see in the book of John chapter 1. But the point I want to get to today is, is in uh, Hebrews chapter 4, and I want to begin reading in verse 15. It's referring to Jesus, and it says, This high priest of ours mm. understands our weaknesses, for he faced all the same testings we do, Yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. Mm. Now I memorized verse 14 in the King James mm -hmm. version of the Bible. And in this particular case, I think the King James is a more literal translation. I know the NLT here is giving us the conceptual translation so that we'll understand it. But in the original, there's a it's like a double negative. It says, we do not have a high priest who cannot be touched with the feelings of our infirmities. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I think it's important to kind of read that in, in the original context there. The Bible is telling us that we don't have a high priest who is untouchable, mm -hmm. who's not sympathetic with what we go through because the Bible says he, he went through the sufferings that we go through. He didn't fail. Uh, we talked about that on first Wednesday this week. He didn't fail, but at the same time, he understands what it's like. So the Bible tells us that we can then, because we have the Lord Jesus who understands the difficulties of life and understands our weakness, the Bible says we can go boldly into the throne mm -hmm. of grace and we will receive mercy, which means God not giving us what we deserve, mm -hmm. and grace, God giving us what we don't deserve. All of that's based on the fact that Jesus understands. Which I think, you know, just thinking in our everyday life, all of us have particular roles that we're in or situations that we're in where we're seeking understanding. And we'll go find somebody else who's been in that same role or in that same situation or suffered through that same illness or, or um, you know, parenting situation, all those things. We feel more comfortable talking to someone who's been in a similar situation that we're in because we feel they're gonna understand. And I think that's what the writer of Hebrews is telling us. And we should we should come boldly um, because of what Jesus did for us, but we should just be confident that he's gonna understand. Yeah, I mean, that's what the text is telling us. And, and like you said, I mean, we come boldly on the basis, first of all, he's paid our debt. Mm -hmm. And then secondly, that he understands. And I, for, for me, I, I think this is really important. I think for all Christians, but especially for me, because you know, it, it's so easy, the, the, the more you look at how glorious, how perfect and pure our God is, and the more we see our own lives by distinction, if we're not careful, we can want to pull back mm -hmm. and fear to go into God's presence because we know we fail in so many ways. And yet here the Bible tells us that we have the right to come boldly into the throne of grace. His blood paid for our sin. 
And because he does understand what our lives are like, we can come knowing that we, you know, we can find mercy and grace. Yeah. That's so comforting. You know, when you studied the high priesthood back in the Old Testament, there were such regulations and rules about it that I think the people felt like they were distant. Mm -hmm. And yet the Bible tells us that we can come near to Jesus Christ. Well, and they had to keep themselves kind of they separate, did. didn't they? They had to keep, keep yeah. a distance. And so to me, I think that's part of why scriptures are stressing here. We don't have a high priest who can't be touched. Mm. I mean, I, I, I just want to stop right there. I mean, I know the Bible says we don't have a high priest who can't be touched with the feeling of our infirmities. I just like looking, I like it looking at all of it, but I like looking at that first part. We don't have a high priest who can't be touched. Mm. And isn't that great to know yes. that we can touch it? Now, instantly, you know, the Bible story I'm thinking about there, I'm thinking yeah. about the woman who had the hemorrhage of blood, just you know, and said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment, yeah. you know, and Jesus healed her, mm -hmm. you know, instantly. And the Bible says he knew that healing had gone out of it, you mm -hmm. know, and he asked who touched me. Uh, but I just, I love that. We have a high priest who can be touched mm -hmm. and he's touched with our feelings. It's interesting. The Bible mm -hmm. says he, we don't have a high priest who can't be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, which means he even understands our feelings. Which is so important because I think when we think about um, the difficulties that we face, we want people to understand our feelings. And that's maybe one of the things that's hard in this life. But, but nobody understands our feelings like God does. To me, that's, that's important because a lot of times, if, excuse me, if we're not in a good shape, our feelings are wrong. Exactly. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, we've, we've, and I think this is why a lot of times people talk about their truth. Well, that's mm -hmm. a horrible expression because... If it's not true, it's not true. But what it, what they mean, I think, is it felt true at that moment. Mm -hmm. And it, it does not mean that Jesus alters reality for us. Yeah. It just means that even when we're off, he still understands our feelings. Mm -hmm. It's a really interesting thought, isn't it? It is. Something to think about. There's something I like what you mm -hmm. said. Something for us to kind of think about today. But again, that's in Hebrews chapter 4, verses 15 and 16. Mm -hmm. And it's not the only time that the Bible tells us that we have a high priest who feels what we feel. I think in chapter two, there's a very similar verse as well. So let's celebrate the fact that not only do we have a savior who died on the cross for us, but we have a priest that we can go bring our promise to. And always remember this, a priest represents people to God. Mm -hmm. uh, so and, uh, when the, the Bible tells us if we sin, we have an advocate with the father in the book of First John, yeah. you know, we have yes. a representative. A representative and, and, and Jesus is that one. As you said before, he's the one that can bring us to the Father. So, yeah. You know what? Let me just say this. If anybody's watching Noah's window and you're reluctant to approach God, mm. let that go right now. Because whatever, wherever you are, whatever you're dealing with, however you failed, the Lord wants you to come close. Yes. Don't, don't, let, don't let Satan tell you that because of some failure in your life or something you did wrong, that you can't approach God. You know, I've always said that, you know, if you look at perhaps one of the most extreme cases in the Bible, if you look at Judas, mm -hmm. I honestly believe that if Judas had gone to Jesus and repented and asked God for, asked the Lord for forgiveness, I think he'd have been there on Pentecost. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I think, I think Judas would have found the same mercy that Peter found. So no matter what any of us has done, let's not run from God. We have a high priest. He paid the price for our sins. There's nothing we could have done that his blood would not cover. That's right. And so, you know, he wants us to come close now. Yes. 
Brianna, would you pray for us? Yes, let's pray. Well, Father, thank you so much that we can come boldly to your throne because of what Jesus has done for us and that that's true for everyone who uh, has trusted Jesus Christ as a personal Savior. And I just pray if there's anyone watching or listening today who hasn't uh, made that decision, who hasn't invited Jesus to come into their heart and life and who hasn't asked Jesus for forgiveness for their sins, that this would be that day and that they would just take a moment to reach out and trust you and surrender their lives to you for for um, eternal eternal life and uh, father i just pray that you'd help us at new spring that we could um, partner with those who are struggling in whatever situation they are wherever they are in their faith journey that you would help us to be a blessing and i just pray that you would uh, draw us close to you may we know and feel your presence today and thank you father that you do know and care about our feelings and as we go through the day, I just pray that you would guide us with your wisdom and bring comfort and provision and all the things that we need. And we'll be careful to give you the glory and the honor and the praise. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Mary Alice, for praying and praying for us today. And God willing, we'll be back tomorrow in Noah's window. Yes, God bless you. See you soon.